0: As evening stars to spend upon the town, the winter winds will bring my bones to shiver. As the Christmas snow is falling down, Oh, the Technicolor childhood memories linger. is flooded by all the sights and sounds. But how I miss you, and it makes the sweetness bitter. The Christmas snow is falling down. Considering my life before this moment I never knew what it was for High atop the peaks of Colorado The yellow-eyed coyote looks me up and down as I run to fetch elixir for my lady The Christmas snow is falling down my
1: Thank you. Andy, I think we need a Christmas album. Let's do it. Yeah. I think the world is desperate for the Andy Dwiggins version of Grandma Get Run Over by a Reindeer.
0: (laughs) Grandma was a terrible driver.
1: (laughs) Well, good morning, church. Good morning, church. You were ready that time, so my name is Tim Power. I am the pastor of Modern worship here, and I want to thank you for worshiping with us for spending some time. Who is ready uh for the holiday? Who is ready for Christmas? Everything is wrapped, and you are just ready. Who is not at all ready and fearful because it's coming so uh, this is an awesome time of year um. And I, I, one, one thing I think that's really interesting about Christmas, it kind of, it, it is where we kind of divide in our mind when the new year starts. And we've got a couple of days before it's actually the new year, but it's kind of this split in our year. It's kind of where we kind of, something new is going to happen, right? Something new is about to happen. And if we look back at history... This is kind of the hinge point of human history. Even if you're not a believer, even if you don't think that Jesus Christ was the Son of God or that he was our Savior in any way, you have to admit that this is kind of where the hinge of history is, right? That's an amazing thing to think about, that Christmas is really when everything begins. And we've been talking about waiting for Christmas we've been talking about anticipating it, because that's what we call Advent, this time of anticipation. The weeks leading up to Christmas is Advent, and that gives us an opportunity to wait. And for the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about waiting. Uh, the first week we, in the sermon series called Why Wait, we talked about this idea of waiting transforming our lives, that waiting transforms our lives. Uh, it, there was an awesome verse that we we kind of camped out on, and that verse said something like this. It said, those that wait On the Lord will renew their strength. And I found that really amazing because it doesn't say when you wait and get what you want, you'll renew your strength. It's in the waiting that you actually renew your strength. It's like that is exercise for your soul. And then the next week, uh, Pastor Deb came and she talked a little bit about preparing preparing for what God has for you, and last week we talked about waiting for an opportunity and that every circumstance in your life, every circumstance is an opportunity for you to either know God more or to make God known to the people around you, so that's waiting for an opportunity. This week, we're going to talk about not getting the gift that you expected, a gift that you didn't expect, so... Um, my wife always, now she tells me exactly what she wants. This is because I didn't always get great gifts. I really, like, um, I really like music and I really like books. I would always get her a CD or a book every single year until one year I said, what do you want for Christmas? She said, not a CD or a book. So I said, okay. So now she just tells me it's she always gets what she's expecting. Well, we're going to talk about when you get something unexpected and what that can mean. We're going to start out by reading something from uh, Luke chapter one, starting verse 39, uh, and this is a continuation of what we talked about last week. We talked about Mary; uh, she had a visitation, a, a visitation with an angel, and the angel said that you're going to be with child. And um, I'll, I'll bet that was a pretty uh, Interesting conversation and kind of probably a little bit disturbing to her. She was uh, betrothed to be married. That means she was engaged to be married to Joseph. Her whole world was basically thrown for for a loop. But um, I want to start reading verse 39. It says this. Mary got up. This is after the visitation of the angel. She just got this world-rocking news. It says this. Mary got up and hurried to a city in the Judean highlands she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. So this is, this is a relative of hers. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leaped within her womb. So Elizabeth was pregnant, and the child in her womb leaped. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit with a loud voice blurted out, God has blessed you among, above all women, and he has blessed the child you carry. Why do I I have this honor, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. Happy is she who believed that the Lord will fulfill the promises he made to her. Now, one thing I really think is kind of an important point to get out of this. Mary's world has been really, really rocked. And when she goes to see her friend and her friend is filled in the spirit, what does the friend do? Her friend affirms what God is doing in her life. Don't, do, do you have friends around you that affirm what God is doing in your life? That is something we all should kind of take that. I, you know, I, I want to do that more for myself. I want to be an encourager. When I see God moving in somebody's life, like when I see uh, somebody like Andy who shares his music, his giftings with our community, I just want, I want to say thank you for doing that. I see God working on the inside of you. And that is something that we're all called to do. And that's exactly what Elizabeth is doing to Mary. And I'm, I'm, I don't have the words up there, but I want, to, um, I want to share what Mary said right after that. Mary says this starting in verse 46. With all my heart, I glorify the Lord. In the depths of who I am, I rejoice in God, my Savior. He has looked with favor on the low status of his servant. Look, from now on, everyone will consider me highly favored. Now, I want us to kind of just remember where we're at. Remember where Mary is at when she is saying this, when she is praising God for upending her world. Um, we're talking about somebody who is, is very young and about to start her life. She has probably been dreaming about being married. She's probably been dreaming about having a family, starting a family in, in, in the traditional way that you start a family and have a family. She, she didn't, wasn't planning her whole life that she was going to be carrying around the Son of God. She also wasn't planning her whole life that she would be an unwed mother. Okay? Okay? But after she is affirmed by this friend of hers, after she's affirmed of what God is doing in her life, this unexpected gift, this very, very unexpected gift becomes a point where she praises God. She praises God for it. Now here's the thing about the gifts of God. When you get a gift from God, and and the biblical word for this would be a blessing. When we get blessings from God, it's not just for you. The blessings from God are, are always for service, not for status. I want to say that again. God's blessings are always for service, not for status. What that means is that when God gives you something, he wants you to share that. And what Mary was given was a very unexpected gift. But she was praising God because she said, God, thank you for allowing me, and so thank you for turning my world upside down so that I could share this amazing gift with the world, that I could share your son who's going to be the savior of the world. See, God's gifts in your life, God's gifts in my life, they are not for status, they're for service. They're for us to share with the world around us. Now, um, you, you heard, you heard uh, that we're, we're doing several services tomorrow. Um, and, and one of the things where the, the reason we have so many services is because we think that there's good news can you turn to somebody and say there's good news Turn the other way and say it louder like you mean it there's good news so so what is that good news the good news is just this that God unconditionally loves you and God relentlessly pursues you now God has Given you some unexpected gifts, I'm sure. You've probably found yourself in circumstances this year where you thought, this was not what I planned. This is not what I expected. This is not the gift that I expected to get. But you know what? Sometimes those unexpected gifts are exactly what God wants to use you in, exactly where God placed you so that you could share your blessings with the people around you. You could share with somebody else the amazing fact that God unconditionally loves you and that God relentlessly pursues you. Isn't that good news? Isn't that a gift that's worth sharing with somebody else this season? So, so I want to I want to just challenge you. Um, you know, there there, who has ever invited anybody to church before? It can be kind of an awkward thing. It can be kind of an awkward thing to to make that invite. Um, some research that that has been done recently shows that um, most people, about uh, about 80% of folks, if they're asked by someone, they will attend church. Now we we see that that church attendance is going down and down and down in the United States. Um, there's probably a lot of people who are not being asked, and. The reason that we want you to invite somebody tomorrow is because we think we've got good news. I think it's really good news that a Savior was born. A Savior was born so that we would not be slaves to sin and death. You are set free. Can you please say, You were set free? Now, that doesn't sound from your mouth like it's as good news as it does from my mouth. Can you say it again? You were set free. That's because of what Jesus did for you, because Jesus unconditionally loved you, because Jesus relentlessly pursued you. He came, he was born in a humble way. And here's the weird thing about it, is that Jesus was born in such a humble way. Uh, he was born in the middle of nowhere, in a, in a, in a country that was basically under uh, occupation at the time. He was born to parents that, that had no reputation, it, 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 was like he was try, it was like he was trying to avoid any attention, but see, good news spreads. Bad news spreads. Anybody look at the news lately? There's a lot of bad news out there. But good news is contagious, and the good news of Jesus Christ was, was so good, was so incredible. This love that was born into the world, it was so incredible that even though he was born in such a lowly fashion, in, in such a forgotten place, it became the hinge point of human history because God loves us unconditionally and he relentlessly pursues us. That is good news that you can't help but share. That is good news that just sets the world on fire. And we just want to do that. We want to share that with everybody. So I just want to challenge you. Um, if, if you've got somebody in your life that you can think of, and I'll bet everybody can think of somebody, uh, somebody just popped into my mind that I just thought, oh, I, I should invite my neighbor across the street. She was just asking about our church. And I can invite her and, and just make that ask because, you know what, sometimes, this is one of those times, you know, there's, there's folks we call Christers. Those are folks that just come to church on Christmas and Easter. And, um, and, and that's kind of, a, uh, it, it, around church folks, that's kind of like, oh, just the creasters, just the people that come twice a year. But you know what? That's two times a year that we have an opportunity to share the great news that God unconditionally loves us, that God relentlessly pursues us. So I'm going to just ask you to be bold. There's somebody who is probably not expecting the gift of your invitation. There is somebody who's probably not expecting it, but if you just opened that door, if you just reached out, you might be giving them an opportunity to have a life-changing, life-transforming experience with Jesus Christ. So, so that, that's my ask of you today is, is make that invitation because you've got good news. You have an unexpected gift that somebody else really needs. Somebody else really needs the hope that you have. You have hope. Do you know that? You have hope because of a child that was born in the middle of nowhere to, to, uh, uh, to an unwed mother. It was totally unexpected. But God meets us in such unexpected ways and does such amazing things. And would you allow God to use you in that way? Would you allow God to let you shine a light into dark places? Uh, I'm going to invite the band back up. And uh, I'm going to... Uh, just have you do this. Um, close your eyes with me, and before we pray, I want I want the Holy Spirit to speak to you. I really do believe the the Bible tells us that we have a helper in the Holy Spirit. It's a person of God. It is it is uh, uh, one part of the three part of uh, the Trinity. But this is this is the part of God that speaks to you directly. It's the part of God that. That, that you have access to on the inside of you if you're a follower of Jesus Christ. And so I want the Holy Spirit to speak to you right now and to give you a person who needs good news. Somebody that you can reach out to and say, listen, my, my church is, is, is having four services tomorrow uh, and, and a, a fifth service at our South City site, and you could come and be a part of this. So I want you to just... just let, let this be a moment where we can have the Holy Spirit speak to us. Where we can have the, the Holy Spirit actually highlight someone's name that, that you can invite because they need good news. So Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come and transform our lives, transform our hearts even now in this place. And I pray that you would you would put someone on our hearts that needs good news, that needs an unexpected gift, God. So Lord, we just ask that right now. I ask that for every person here, that you would highlight someone that they can reach out to and say, there's hope. There is good news. God unconditionally loves you. God relentlessly pursues you. And he wants to know you personally because he sent his son to die. And if you were the only person on the face of the earth, if you were the only person Jesus still would have come. He still would have been born, lived, and died just for you because he unconditionally loves you, because he relentlessly pursues you. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would give us someone to share a gift with. I pray this in your holy name. Amen. I'm going to invite you to stand to your feet, and we're going to worship him again.
0: Sir.
1: that god gives us all of his many gifts are not just for you they're to be shared god's blessings are not just for us they're for a world that's desperately in need of god's hope so i want to invite you to share that with somebody today share that there is hope there is a god that loves us unconditionally that relentlessly pursues you share that love with somebody today Amen. We can, we can leave all of the chairs up because we want to fill them with people tomorrow. So be blessed and share God's love with somebody today.